Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. My name is John, and I am so thankful. I'm honored. I just love being able to spend this time with you all, this growing tribe of people who are trying to leverage media to make Jesus famous, to make him known around the world. Now, in today's podcast, it's going to be a long one. I'm telling you that you may have to break it into pieces. There's also a download. Go to my website, Kavanaugh Media. Click on podcasts, and there's the notes, my slide deck that goes with what you're going to hear today. But this is a recording of a training I just did with a bunch of workers from around the world, Bible translators, church planters, a part of an organization that I love so much. And this is me sharing my overarching philosophy of media to get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. And so we're going to talk about the no like trust. We're going to talk about four M's and a C, my hammer time, and also about the Jedi marketing, some reverse psychology of the philosophy that drives the ads, not just the technical part, but the reason why we do certain things. And I'm going to give some examples from a campaign that I was just doing an experiment with Jesus Film around the world. And I'll share some numbers and some some information that we've learned through that process. So I hope that this podcast today will be a blessing to you. Without any more delay, here we go with my training. I am a part of a coalition, and I'm going to put this up at the end of the time, too, so you can come back to this. But there's my email, my website. Uh, We do consulting. We do training. We do it for a fee. Uh, I try to give away as much as I can, but at at this point, there are people that are on the field or people that look to me to provide for them, and and I, I feel the burden of that. And so... Um, I've never said no, though, to someone, and I, I hope not to, uh, if at all possible. The best way for stuff that I can give out for free is my podcast that you see there. It's on iTunes, Spotify. It's called Christian Media Marketing. That thing is taken off, and praise God for that. And like I was telling a group yesterday, it can only be 10 people next month. And so whatever, if it's a blessing, I hope it is. And uh, I really enjoy doing that. But I'm also a part of a group that is a coalition of people that's coming together on this idea of media to movements. There is a brand new website that's going to come out. In fact, it's it's almost done, like 99%. But you can go to it and you can sign up to get notified when it comes free. The key to this one's going to be that it's got end-to-end coaching. And so there's different phases of people. If this is something that you're wanting to do where it's media to a disciple-making movement, this could be a really great option for you because there's going to be a coach that walks with you through the whole process. I'm just one of the coaches. I do mainly the marketing part of it. So that's phase two in our, our system that we have set up there. But the beauty of all of this is that it is it is a coalition of people. And so as you see on the screen of different of icons and logos there. These are people that are putting their hands together for the plow. And these are groups that I strategically work with. So GMPI out of Joplin, Missouri. I've done some work in the last about almost a year now with Sway and Gabe and people from the Jesus film. And I'll be sharing some of that today, some real 
examples from the field on that one. Kingdom Training Group, uh, they are some of my closest friends. They have some great stuff that's on there. They also have some great tools. And they're practicing that heavenly economy of giving away things. So Disciple Tools, Zume Training is part of that. Also Clyde and Tom and, and all of them at that MMU, Visual Story Network. And when people ask me, how do I get started? So many times I encourage them, just go do that course. And that's going to help you tremendously. And so uh, I just appreciate their heart. I know there's others of you that are on this call that are doing it that know very much, if not more than what I know and have maybe even more experience. Uh, as I look through some of the names, I saw Joshi and I see um, other people that are on here. I know that that you all are doing this and I celebrate that. And so what my hope is with our time together is that I do not give you the impression that one, this is the only way to do anything because I don't believe that. I think the Lord works with multiple ways. I love the kingdom. And so whatever way you are working to make Jesus famous, then I'm on your side. Secondly, I in no way want to say that that the way I do it is the only way to do it because I know it's not. And, but it's one of these things where it's like, okay, when you figure something out that works, then you kind of stick with that. And when I was doing scuba diving and was working for my master dive training, they would talk about things like you use this level, this type of duct tape. Now there's other types of duct tape out there, but we knew this one worked. And so until something else would come along, we would stay with it. The beauty of what I get to do is that at this point, I have somewhere between one to one and a half billion different anonymized points of data from marketing campaigns. So when I start a campaign somewhere around the world, it's already starting warmer than if I was just starting brand new. And that's because of this cooperation, this sharing, and just the scope and scale of some of this. I am working in 71 different countries, and I have about 12 different mission organizations that I get to work with. So I... I hope I'm adding value to them, and I know I am getting so much back from them from experiences and testing and stuff. So there are so many different ways to fish. There are so many types of fish that are out there. I'm going to give you one of them today, and I'm going to give you, there's three things we're going to work through. When we talk about how to get the right message to the right person at the right time and even on the right device, well, if we're talking social media marketing, it is a huge crowded pond. And there are so many people who are dabbling with this. And, and Google and Facebook are, are trying to make it really, really simple. And so they're automating processes. If you've ever done something on Facebook, you'll see a thing saying, hey, do you want to boost this or whatever else? And honestly, most of the time, that's actually throwing money away, in my opinion, when you just click the boost button. So there's, there's a more strategic way to do a lot of this. And, and I've come across people that go, well, this doesn't work. All I can tell you is not, this is not the only way. But in every location that I am going to share with you today, we are finding seekers. Even in places where they have averaged only one person being saved a year in some of these countries, we are seeing that we are finding groups of people. And I'll share some of that data with you. So we're going to talk about no like trust. We're going to talk a little bit about a hammer, some hammer time, and then my favorite movie, my favorite concept, um, some Jedi marketing stuff. So those are the three areas we're going to look at to address this theme that we're, we have today. So I'm assuming that your maybe one of these questions are a part of where you're thinking through. You know, how do we get somebody to watch a testimony video or a video series that you've created? How do we get people to read the Bible? I know many of you are Bible translators, and honestly, I love it. I, uh, I One of you that's on this call, Dave, I've gotten to work with, and I'm just, I get so excited 
to see people who have put their heart and their life together to put the word of God in a language that people don't know. And I will tell you, when you put that out there in many of these places, people are hungry. They are hungry for the word of God. So maybe it's to get people to read the Bible, to read an article, get people to private message you, which is something that we hope for many, many times to begin that, that conversation with people. So how do you do that? Well, in marketing, there's this concept of know, like, and trust. And so the big picture of what I want to share with you today, and then we're going to break this down, kind of keep coming back to it a little bit with our time, is that the way you run ads, and I'm going to talk about paid ads, there's a little bit to organic that, that is a part of this. But honestly, organic reach is going down. So if you say to me, hey, we have a page with 100 people who like it, and you put out something without putting some money behind it, maybe not a lot of money, but with no money behind it, you might only see seven or 10 people actually see that post that you put out. So you put all this effort into it and then nobody sees it. And so you, you have this great place and nobody's knowing about it. Well, this is the funnel that I use when I work with teams. And so awareness is that first part of all of this. And so these have an objective many times of traffic, or video views, or if you're doing Google ads, you know, you're doing search or YouTube types of ads. This is where I tend to spend the largest portion of my ad budget. And the key here is consistency. So it is if you just take what we're talking about today and you take it offline of just evangelism or what you would do in the mission field. I worked in Taiwan for almost a decade and was a team leader of a church planning team there. And so much of what I do, I'm just basing it off of what I did physically, face-to-face -face with people. Well, if nobody knows who you are, they're not going to come to your website. They're not going to see what it is that you're sharing with them. Consistency. Consistency is extremely important. It is better to spend less money and have a consistent flow of ads going than it is to put a ton of money into one ad and then just stop and go silent. So consistent presence. And I have about 140 accounts right now that we are actively managing, and I've watched and analyzed many of the ad spend for teams that are out there, and this is unfortunately what they're doing. They're, they're running some ads, and then they stop for a long, long time, and then they start back up, and then they stop. This momentum, this consistent presence is extremely important to help you get your message out in front of the right people. Google has said when it talks about purchases that it, it may take 20 or more touches to get somebody to see an ad, to see multiple ads, to see multiple videos before they decide to do something with that. Well, we're talking about a whole life change. We're talking about a whole worldview change of people. And so to think that we can just run an ad or do something once or twice and that's it and we're done is not realistic at all. So that's top level ads are content that are general, that are, are targeted towards seekers. And we'll talk more about message here in a while. But these are general feel-good type ones. You're not going to run an ad saying, hey, would you like to accept Christ today? That, that ad won't work very well. That, that content's not going to work that great. So very general. This is where, for those of you who are, are Bible people, scripture translators, your scripture put over a picture just being put out there to some targeted audiences, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Just scripture engagement itself is so, so good. It's perfect for this top of funnel. Or it could be a, a, a testimony or something. Though the testimony ones, at this point, I tend to say, need to go down to this second level. 
So this is some retargeting based upon activity. And I'll show you how to do that in a little bit. But the goal here is once people have engaged, now you're, you're getting them to begin to think about and to like what it is that you're sharing, to, to contemplate that. And we're going to break this down in just a bit. So this is video views. This may be downloads if you put scripture in like a PDF format or an app that you have. Um, these are all different types of ways of retargeting or giving them a more specific call to action. And so about 20% of my ad spend might go here. That bottom part of this funnel is people now that have been to your website, maybe they've been to multiple pages, they have downloaded the scripture. Now you're going to send, maybe it's a messaging objective or something else to them, but the, the message itself is really specific based upon what they've done. Let me give you an example. Somebody downloads the Bible that you've worked on to get translated. Well, what would you want them to do? If you're meeting them face-to-face, -face, what would you want that person to do with that Bible you just gave them? Would you say, hey, turn to the book of Leviticus and begin to memorize that? I mean, of course not. And, and or no, not even go to numbers, okay? We, we just, we wouldn't start there. But a person with no awareness and no understanding of scripture, they don't know what to do. So this is where you can begin to guide people. You can say, and now imagine, you know this is going to people who have downloaded the Bible. So now your message on your ad might say something like, want to know how to study the Bible? want to understand how to best know who Jesus is. I mean, there's a lot of messaging ways you could do this, but you're saying it to the right person. So much of what I do, I take from the just the business world and try to translate that to the spiritual work that you and I are all doing. If I was in a sporting goods store over in the fishing area and a, a clerk comes up to me and they're trying to, to get me to go buy golf clubs, I that's not what I'm interested in. That's because of where I'm at. Because I'm in the fishing section, I'm showing what my interest is. That's what we're trying to do in this last part. A big mistake that I see people making is they try to jump to these trust ads without building any just continuity, any consideration, any awareness of what's going on. So obviously people need to know you exist and they need to come and they need to begin to think. So what this looks like is an ad's purpose is just to catch their attention. It's not to convert them. We make a mistake when we make our ads trying to do more than what it's supposed to do. So in fishing, I'm just dropping that fly at the right spot. And it's got to be the right fly to be able to get the fish to want to respond to it. And I've got to be really smart about how I do it. My wife and I went out on a hike the other day to a river around here. And we were overlooking an area where there were fish. I could actually see them. And I could raise my hand and put a shadow on the water. And you could see the fish just scatter. I mean, there, we, you have to be so smart about what we're doing. What, all we're trying to do with the ad is to catch them, to get them to come to the website, to begin to process what it is that you're sharing with them. Then they begin to consider and to think about this material, these articles, this app, the scripture, the videos, whatever it is that you're offering to them. Then we hope that a conversation can take place. And this is going to be, it may start in a public area, but then we want to move it to an off to a private area so that you can do that. All right. This trust audience, I see the question from Dave on there. It's going to be small. Okay. The trust audience, because you're retargeting, these are people that have already done something. They've watched videos. They've been to multiple landing pages. So it's going to be a small one. Facebook will let you get down to an extremely small audience, but like say a hundred people, 200 people, but Dave, 
you will blow that audience up. Your frequency would be too high if you spend too much money. So for you, it's one quid, all right? So one pound, one euro, one dollar, um, it's going to be a small ad spend probably in the comparison of all of what you're doing there. So we're trying to get a conversation or an engagement with them. Even if it's a Bible download, let's get that conversation. Let's walk there, be a journey and a guide to them. That's then where this conversion, what Facebook will call, that's something like they've downloaded something, they've done something. They call that a conversion. But I mean this in the spiritual sense. A conversion, a person trusting in Christ can only happen when we know who they are, they've thought through what it is that we're offering of the gospel, that good news to them, and then there's a person working with them, sharing with them, or there's content that's helping guide them think through all of this. And we're going to talk more about these four C's here in just a little bit. In essence, anytime I'm trying to, to do marketing or evangelism or whatever, I'm trying to do and use different pieces to uh, really impact different parts of the seeker that I'm trying to reach out to. Both their hands, that's a call to action. So click here, watch this, do something. Their head, think about this, contemplate this, have a conversation with the mouth here with somebody and their heart to trust, to have Christ in that heart, to have that person following in faith. All of these in this, this funnel here can impact a different part of the head, heart, or hands to them depending upon the messaging and what we're trying to do with the ad. So if it's an awareness ad, keep it general. This is not the one to get on there and be negative. In fact, in my stuff that we do, we never, ever talk bad about another religion. We never talk bad about any other group. That's, that's not the program that I try to run. We just want to lift up Jesus, and we believe, and data is showing, that 1% to 2% of any people group will respond if given enough opportunities. That's those touches up there. And so we're just trying to help people know about that there's a group because they may believe they're the only one in their country or in their region or in this language. And so we're trying to help them see, no, there's people just like you, that you are not alone. And then we're trying to give them the right content based upon what they've done. If you can imagine... If you have a search bar, and I hope you do on your website, people are telling you what they're searching for. Like they'll type that in looking for something. They're telling you what kind of content to create and what kind of things they're looking for. All of this retargeting then can be based upon what they've done. If you have a video, say from the Jesus film or Lumo or the global gospel from GMPI or whatever it might be, and a person has watched of this five minute video, four minutes of it, they're interested. I mean, they're, they're not neutral. They're either really mad watching it or they're really going, oh, this is, this is something maybe I'm looking for. There's, there's a, a general seeking there. So then we would do a second level ad to those kind of people based upon their activity or what they've already done. And there's some ways to do that within Facebook and Instagram. So let's keep moving here. Um, this is uh, right now what I would call hammer time. All right. Right people doing all this. So there's, I, I had a really cool slide. It was MC Hammer. All right. So the M's and the C's, that's what you missed. Not too much there. Though I, I like his music. So that's dating me there. I'm 50. So there you go. Who are you to them? What do you know about them? What's, uh, you know, just your understanding of the people that you're trying to reach? Who, do, how do you connect to them? What are the channels? What are the, th maybe it is TikTok for you. I don't know, but What's the way that you're trying to connect with people? 
when you're trying to share good news with them? Are you communicating to them, to the person, to the persona? So this is all part of that right people. So many times we get a mindset of we think we know people, but we haven't done the research to really understand who they are. So we're trying to move people from the imagined to the real. And the more we do this, the more we understand who the people are that are seeking, who the people are that are responding. So who you are to them, how do you connect with them, moving from the imagined to the real and also away from the frustrations towards what they are spiritually seeking, what they are longing for these desires that people have. And this is where remarketing, retargeting comes into it. And so we want to make sure that we're talking to the right people. And we'll look at that a little bit more here in a bit. But we've got to also make sure that we have the right message, something that they're considering. If they're not thinking about the, the what we're trying to offer, if that's not appealing to them, we're going to fail here. So our message is a narrative that drives what you and what they want. It's really a three-way conversation between God and you and this seeker. And so especially when you move offline. So the, the first part here with the ad itself, it needs to have that right call to action, the headlines, all of that, that a seeker would be looking for. But when we move even then to conversations with them or to offline, all of this is a part of it. So your message moves you from all this noise. If you get on Facebook or Instagram or anything on the internet, you see probably hundreds of ads every day. It's crowded. It's noisy out there. We're trying to get something that resonates with their heart. So that's music to them. And so this is the what and the why of connecting with them. And Simon Sinek had talked about starting with the why, and he talks about sharing your why, why you exist. I think we need to start with their why. Just imagine they're not on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you might be because they are, are looking for something. They're, they're looking for pictures of puppies or something else at that time. You're putting something in front of them. What is it that they're longing for? What is it that they're searching for you know, in their lives? And so this is that, that why part. Where are they? Why are they seeking? What's happening in their life? And what's the message to that? Now, a magnet is something that helps with the right time where they are, and its purpose is to attract. It's to get people to want to click on that ad, to watch more, to, to move from a Google ad into that they've searched for to your website or to your landing page. So there's both a push and a pull. In the way that I use it, and there's different concepts out there, but Facebook and Instagram and those kind of platforms are push. We're pushing some content in front of people. Where Google ads are search ads or YouTube, because YouTube's the second largest search engine in the world, is a pull. They're already searching, so we're just trying to show that our ad or our response is the right one for them, a push and a pull. I still spend the vast majority of my money on Facebook and Instagram because pushing gets that to that top of that, that funnel. It gets people to begin to just even understand an awareness. And because you can get so detailed and so targeted and you can retarget, which you cannot do as well on Google. So we're pushing, we're pulling. And one example of that, of this magnet is prayer. And I'm gonna, this is the example I'm gonna give to you all in just a little bit. It's honestly just asking people, how can we pray for you? Or praying for a nation. One of the teams that I get to do some work with ran an ad for their country and they ran it in multiple cities. Our prayer for this nation, unbelievable response. Tens of thousands of positive engagements and a handful, a handful of negative responses. 
that took place. I probably will never see in the midst of this COVID-19, this world that we live in, I will probably though the rest of my life, forever long as I live, see an ad work as well as that one did. Just a Christian prayer for our nation. And so multiple teams, because when one beggar finds bread, they tell all the other beggars. So everybody else I'm working with, I was like, hey, you should try this and started to share it. And they're seeing great results. Or asking for prayer. How can we pray for you? And people will respond. And they're telling you what their spiritual longings are or their pain points, what they're feeling. Now, you've got to make sure that you have another thing, which is the other M here, a mechanism. So this is the right device. This is the flow. You want to capture their attention. That's the ad. But you need to capture their information. That means you need some sort of CRM, Disciple Tools, Echo, Microsoft Excel. I don't know, something that you're keeping track of things. I, I really recommend Disciple Tools. Echo is a great one. Uh, it costs a lot more money. Disciple Tools is free, but both of them are fantastic. Digital Discipleship CRMs. Uh, Redux is another one that GNPI has out there. So there's there's like at least three of them. But get the information on there. And that also means that you need to have the pixels installed on your website to allow you to retarget. We'll get to that in a second. You also want some sort of call to action. Two things I tend to always use are get a Bible or send us a message. On pretty much every landing page, I will have, here's how you can get a Bible. Here's how you can talk to us. I, I told you I love the Bible. That's why you Bible translators are my heroes because I just I it is so powerful. And one of the things working on the field was we would meet people and I would say, uh, you know, you have or do not have a Bible. And they'd say, oh, mayo, I don't have one. And so I would give them my wife's Bible. <laughs> and so she would get frustrated with me for doing that. But I, I, I love seeing people have the Bible because it's going to keep working. That's that key there. Maybe they leave your website, but if they get a Bible, boy, they are, they're still engaged. So that's two CTAs. Get a Bible, send us a message. You could have a ton of other ones that you might want to use, but something, a mechanism to keep people engaged and moving. And I really recommend that you have a website, that you have landing pages. So the landing pages are tied to the ad. As they look at the ad and they come to this site that has more videos or other videos, but you put the Facebook pixel, you put Google Analytics pixel on there, and you can. this can all be done through Google Tag Manager, that's GTM. All of these, there's courses on my website to teach you how to do that, or there's this thing called Google, which is amazing, and it has tons of resources that are out there, okay? So if, if what I'm saying to you is something that's completely like you've never heard of it, you really, really need to do this. In fact, this point right here, if you just put the pixel installed on your site and you have Google Analytics, you're going to get so much better response in what you're doing with your outreach because it's going to be able to target and understand what is happening in response to your ads. The final M comes back to making sure then that you have these analytics, and that is marginal gains. Um, there is a cycling team, a British cycling team, that, that really just dominated the Tour de France and other types of races now for several years. And their whole, they used to be called Sky, but their whole concept was marginal gains. That you add up enough of these little, tiny little gains, and they, they're significant. This means that nothing is unimportant to the mission. And so you need to evaluate everything that you're doing. This means your site speed, your site colors, your pictures, your videos, your messages, your ad spend, all of these things need to be analyzed and you need to be testing. If you listen to my podcast, you'll hear this over and over and over. Keep testing. 
run A-B tests, check things, this, that, or whatever. A slight increase in your site speed, the lowering of the resolution of a video or something else, all of this can make a huge impact. So and we're going to skip through these C's really fast here because you've seen most of them. You want to catch their attention. You want them to consider. This is the idea of putting a pebble in their shoe. The best way to do that, ask a question. You can't make someone not unthink a question. You know, it, is, is it been raining where you are? Well, Steve just said no, because like he's out in Arizona and like it, it rains out there. You get you get monsoon season. I know that it works there. But as soon as I talk about has it rained where you are, you're thinking about that. I can't tell you what to think, but I can tell you what to think about. So I love using questions, even in the ads. I'll ask him, is this something that you are searching for? Do you need prayer? Whatever it might be. So to consider then that conversation, you need to moderate, you need to curate. There's a group in India that got their ads shut down. I'm 100% convinced they got their accounts shut down because they weren't moderating the comments on the ads. You get people on there, they're angry, they're yelling at each other. That is not the way to do it, at least not the way that we try to get people to do it. If somebody's angry, if they're militant, I just delete the message and I block the person. Now they're not seeing our ads anymore. We're not spending money to put it in front of the wrong person. It's the right person, right time. Okay? And so curate those, moderate those. If you don't have the people to do it, don't run an ad if you can't moderate it because it can be overrun within minutes from negative comments, depending upon where you run it in the world. All right. And you want to plant that DNA. You want to put those thoughts in their minds. And that's what we're going to talk about Jedi marketing. That's then when you get to the 4C, the conversion. So when somebody asks a question, you want to answer them, but you, if in an ad or on a post, even if it's organic, you want to encourage them to move to to a private message. And now you can be retargeting them in a very specific way. All right. So as you talk with people, always encourage them that you're not trying to debate them. All right. You're not trying to, to convert them right there on that ad and that this thing. You want to have a conversation with them, to have a private message with them. So real fast, Jedi marketing. This is, I, I love Star Wars. I, I've watched them all. I bought me a 3D printer. I actually had one given to me and I made a baby Yoda, like the first thing I made. So I know I'm a nerd. Um, and and my, if you've seen me on video games, my screen name is Obi John. All right. So I get it. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And so this whole idea of Jedi marketing, uh, we're going to talk about in a second, but I've seen it in the secular world. Patagonia, love their stuff, high quality. Expensive, but they've had this whole idea of don't buy this. Like they'll put out stuff going, do you really need to buy our product? Do you really need this? It's brilliant. It's really, really brilliant. One, it shows the, their DNA of what they're trying to do, but they've ran campaigns where they're like, hey, don't buy this. This probably isn't for you. Borrow this from somebody else. I, I've been so influenced by it. I think it's brilliant what they're doing. The idea of Jedi marketing is reverse marketing. All right. And this is trying to figure out who what your seeker finds important and give the seeker a reason to come to you and then offer that seeker something that they value before attempting to convert them or get them to do something that you want. That whole idea here is to see what is it that they want? What is What are they longing? What are they looking for? So this is with the original Obi-Wan, the little flick of his hand. This is not the droid you're looking for. And they were, this is not the droid we're looking for. If, if you've not seen the movie, all right, original Star Wars, this is what's happening here. That's that idea of this Jedi marketing is thought reversal. So this starts with, maybe it's a phrase. Did you think that the Bible is corrupt? 
We did too until we, and here's the solution. Or have you thought that all Christians think this? Others did too until they discovered this, whatever this might be. So you just reach out to what's this issue? What's this barrier? What's this problem? And then you're providing a solution. Basic, basic problem, solution. We're acknowledging it and then we're showing how this changed. This is this thought reversal process. So you have to know what they value. You have to know the questions they're asking. And you've got to give them a reason to go to your website or your message. And we don't want to clickbait here. We're not looking, uh, you know, saying, oh, do all Christians get free visas or whatever? I mean, I know teams have used that and it's worked in the past. But nowadays, inviting and clickbaiting and sensationalizing and those kind of things, that's not what we're talking about. We're really talking about understanding them. So giving them easy, accessible Bible and their language, quickly responding to messages and being available for human connection. All of this is a part of engaging these people and changing their thoughts, changing the way they think, and then just addressing it. So it comes to this idea of the light and the dark side. Push and pull, I've already talked about, but there's more to it. On a marketing side, if we push people to accept this, download this, you know, you need to accept, come to faith with this, whatever, people will push back regardless of what it is. If you push, they're going to push back. If you chase, they're, they're going to run away, but it's a lot better to be chased. And so I'm the last person in the world you ever need dating advice from. I don't know how I met my wife. I'm not, I don't know how I got her to agree to marry me, but I know this, it's a lot better to be chased. This, what I'm sharing with you, is going to allow people, the seekers, to come to you. They're messaging you. And it starts with that knowing, that liking, and that trusting. And it means that you're addressing this pain points, both internal and external. So here's an exercise for you. If you're running any kind of paid ads and you think you know the people that you're trying to reach out to, ask. just keep asking these kind of questions. What are they like? Oh, well, they, they feel oppressed. How does that make them feel? What does their day look like? What problems do they come up to? What thing, issues are they facing? So both internal and external pain points. And then how does the good news apply to that? How does the gospel uh, respond to that internal and that external pain? What I'm seeing in these pain points is that there's at least five themes. Forgiveness, love, acceptance, significance, and security that seem to be cross-cultural. It just seems to work in every place around the world. Different levels, I get that, but these pain points are parts that every spiritual seeker seems to be having. So what does forgiveness look like in a Muslim context? What would love look like in a Buddhist context? Uh, acceptance or whatever in a marginalized environment? What do these things look like? What are their pain points, both internal and external? This becomes a part of what we do. Now, how do you know that? Well, you do research. You're listening. What is being said and also what is meant by what is being said? What phrases are being used? The best, just from a copywriting perspective, the best message is the one, the best wording is the one that other people are already using. So using those phrases and, and, and speaking to their hearts, having people go, you know, it feels like you're reading my email. Hey, you're, you're really involved. You understand them. One of the ways you can do this is through a prayer campaign. Like I was sharing earlier, asking people, how can we pray for you? And they'll tell you. So now you're just listening and then you're praying and you're engaging them. And hopefully this leads to conversations. So we're trying to match Jesus to people's problems. 
We are not trying to manipulate. I'm not in that business. I don't think we have to manipulate for Jesus. I think the Spirit's more than powerful to do that himself, not to manipulate, but to work in people's lives, to convict and to draw. What we are doing is creating cognitive dissonance, that pebble in the shoe. We're getting people to go, wait a minute, this is what I've always been taught, but now I'm starting to engage the scripture. I've watched these videos and, and I'm realizing maybe this is not the only answer. Maybe this isn't the right answer. So we're creating that cognitive dissonance through the content that we have on our websites. And we are basically saying, here's how to, what they're longing for without what it is they're trying to avoid so that they can, whatever that might be. So this is really a formula with a lot of my ads, how to have peace, how to have whatever that spiritual longing is that, they have, that they're looking for in their life. Now, this comes to the idea of really being able to create some very detailed types of ads. And it's going to go beyond our time because I want to make sure I have enough time to answer some questions here. But this is when you have a Facebook business account, you have this set up and you get the pixel installed on your site, you can begin to create very specific events that when somebody does something, they go to a page, they, they click on something, they do something that you've been looking for, it creates an audience, that custom audience that now in that no like trust funnel, now you can reach out to them with a very specific type of ad. And so it can be from your website, it can be all sorts of stuff, and you'll see the details of that. So this is from my page, my pixel ID, and it's showing me how many people have been to my website, how many people are scheduling calls or whatever else on that. This all gives you details about what is happening on your site in response, not just your ads, but organic traffic as well. So Google Analytics and Facebook together, I'm looking at what is happening, this journey, this pathway of people. When you click on those details, you'll get to see what's happening with them and the specifics, all right? So you can also set up and create your own events and you install the pixel on your site and then you click on that Facebook event setup tool and it can allow you to say, when a person has clicked on the Android version of our Bible download app, I want it to be fire off here and say Bible download or when they've done the iPhone or when they've watched this video or when they've done whatever else. And then you can set up a custom audience so a lookalike audience is what you see here on, the, on my right side of my screen, which is based on a custom audience of people that have done something. They have downloaded the Bible or they've sent a private message. Now you can say to Facebook's algorithm, can you find me 2.1 million other people that are basically the same as this group, this custom audience of people? That's how you explode getting the gospel out there to the right people. And you're basing it upon criteria of people that have done the things that have shown that they're interested, not just a shotgun blasting it out. You're really laser focused. So let me give you some examples with the time we have left. Here's actual ads that we've been running. So I've been doing this, this experiment in partnership with Jesus Film for about six months now. This has ran all around the world. This is just some generic parts of what I wanna show you. It's a clip, it's Jesus praying. Um, it's, it's doing a very basic just call to action. We are very much, just very uh, obviously, overtly Christian because that's the first filter. Like I've seen accounts where people run ads to, to their website where they have Christian media content and their Google ad says free videos. I'm not just looking for traffic. I'm not looking for just 
messages of people going, hey, we, you know, we, we hate you or we don't like Jesus. That's not the messages we're looking for. We want to filter to find seekers in the way that I'm doing this. So we put things that are very Christian out there. And I, this is some translation of text. So the text is not going to look perfect for you. It's going to look a little, it looks better in the language that these have been running in. But when they click on the ad, it takes them to a landing page. The really cool thing that Jesus Film has done is then they have these questions that pop up at the very end. And it asks them, hey, did you like what you just saw, what Jesus taught? Would you like to talk to someone? Would you like to have someone pray for you? Would you like a Bible? You want to watch more? Every click creates an event in the pixel that I can retarget. So I can pull together everybody that said they want a Bible. I can pull together an audience of everyone that says they want someone to pray for them or everyone that's messaged or whatever. All of these things are retargetable. That's getting the right message from the right person and at the right time because they're responding right now. You can set these up so that they're automatic. You can have an ad that's just running every day and you're spending five quid and that's it. And then you have the retargeting one for everybody that's been to your website the last seven days who has been to this page. And then you can even say, and then I want to spend a dollar a day to put this ad encouraging people how to engage with the Bible if they've been to these Bible download pages. And you just turn it on. It's evergreen. It's just kind of running if you've set it up right. But it's based upon what you're seeing here, clicks and events. Or here's another ad we ran, simply saying, how can we pray for you? We put some scripture on there. Uh, we put the color yellow because it's open 62% more often than other colors. Uh, I put a cross because I, I purposely wanted to filter to see only people that they recognize this is Christian, not a Muslim prayer. And so we've ran this. And so here's some results. So this was in a span of about a month, total ad spend, $3,360. In the midst of that, we had 2 million people that saw these ads. We had 149,000 people total that have been to a website. It's costing two cents per person to do something. The ages we're seeing, a lot of young people, pretty much two to one, male to female. And this is in about 20 countries where we ran this experiment, this one that you're seeing right here. We had 4,445 people send private messages. So that's costing 33 cents. Can, just for a second, just think about that. Wherever you work, would you be willing to spend 33 cents a day to have a spiritual conversation with somebody? That's, that's what these numbers represent. 33 cents a person. Link clicks means people that saw the first ad and they clicked to go to the landing page where there was another video. On the first ad, 135,000 people went to these websites. If you see the amount of money that we spent, that's not a lot, less than 2,000 to get them to be to see this content, to begin to consider. This is a, a report, I'll break it down really fast for you, that just shows the events that happened. 14,000, basically almost 15,000 people watched then a second video on the website. So they, we had one ad, they clicked on the video, they went to a landing page where there's another video. So it's almost like we're getting to advertise again to the people that are right there, right at that moment, responding to it. 15,000 of them watch the next video. All of these other things do not pop up unless they watch the video. So this is what I want you to understand. Every number you see below that 14,951 are people that watch the whole video. If they came to our website and if they watched the next Jesus film clip or Lumo clip, whatever it might be, a thousand of them click through to get a Bible. That's book interest. 
684. This is from the first ad. So this is less than $2,000 spent. A thousand people went to a Bible download, 684 clicked on the page where it just said, hey, send us a message. Or 394 wanted to, they clicked through to go watch the whole Jesus film. 218 clicked on a different messenger link we had. So there's a lot of different things that happen here. There's a different Bible download link we had. 18 people even clicked on that one. So there's just so much stuff that happened. Every one of these are events then we can retarget. So the key is getting the right message in front of people to start with, really understanding your audience, but then using that to put another ad or another piece of content in front of them that is specific to where they are in their spiritual journey to begin to consider and to begin to have that conversation so that hopefully they'll come to faith in Jesus. All right, there you go. I'm going to end this recording. There was a question and answer time then that came up towards the end, but for the sake of time and for security, we're going to keep that part out of it. I hope that this is a blessing to you. I hope it's a big picture overview that helps you see the philosophy and just some of the reasons behind why we do what we do. This is just a part of an end-to-end -end strategy. And so this online part, we hope and pray, will lead to offline face-to-face -face discipleship of others who then are being discipled to follow Jesus in their families or their workplace or wherever it may be around the world. So I hope that this will be a blessing to you. As always, thank you so much for sharing this podcast with others, growing this tribe. Thank you for testing and working so hard to make Jesus famous wherever you are. And so we hope Kavanaugh Media team here, we hope that this will be a blessing to you. As always, keep pressing forward. And until next time, may God bless your efforts. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.